gentlemen welcome back to another installment of the midwest monsters podcast i am one of your hosts grizzly abner and i am joined by professor wagseth venomous Vinny, hot toddy good to be with you again friends as we have a round table discussion yeah, this evening as we talk about you know we like to pick a subgenre. we like to pick a director we like to pick a, a, a theme and so tonight our theme, our subgenre, is aquatic horror. And I must clarify that we're not talking about like supernatural aquatic horror and that we're talking about just naturally occurring, even though they may be giant critters, uh, natural aquatic horror. So fish, reptiles, etc. So, um, <laughs> so uh yeah how do you guys want to do this but uh it's 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 the right time of year for it i think that's why i picked this topic because a lot of it is summer and beach and stuff like that and um i don't know i just watched a whole bunch of these so uh i typically like to watch aquatic stuff like this i i personally prefer to go a little more monstery with it but I do like to watch this kind of thing this time of year. I think it fits fits nicely for the season. That's cool. And for me, it's more of a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> to you, it's an emotion, though. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's a perfect time for it because I, you know, I think many of us watch Jaws around the Fourth of July Bingo. and just keep going with the parade. Uh, typically, Jaws, and but then, uh, like usually, if it's aquatic horror, it's usually it usually fits right in with summer. So, yeah. Um, Quite a bit of these. Uh, I probably haven't watched in a while, but um, definitely some of the like normal years past where I actually watch movies on a regular basis uh, for the seasons. Uh, normally, these are kind of on my to-watch list. Very good. Let's start with the obvious here. Let's talk about Jaws. Jaws uh, of Revenge. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's just go over it quickly here. Obviously, we are all big marks for Jaws. Definitely. We love Jaws. We, we all enjoy the entire franchise. Uh, Professor, remind the folks listening at home what your annual tradition is on the 4th of July. It's out of control is what it is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's I, I was trying to add blitz. up financially how much you spent this year. Um, for myself, around $50. That's it? Yeah. I thought that looked like a $100 setup. I'm out of control, but I'm not too out of control. <laughs> no, every 4th of July... Um, I, I like to watch Jaws and eat a massive amount of seafood, and it's wonderful. Uh, I am so nerdy that I will even get something going, like in the candle warmer that smells exactly like the beach. I mean, I go all in. This is a thing that you do that I have picked up on over the years that I now have bought different scents. <laughs> and so that during Christmas time, I have cinnamon or pine tree smelling mm -hmm. shit to watch with movies and it's that that's something i have picked up from you since we started doing the podcast i'd love to hear that and if you're a listener and you're kind of snickering you'll try, try it, it at some point yeah you will try it out. and it'll change your life 
Uh, but yeah, I, it's just a fun annual thing I do. It, it keeps me in check too. Cause I want to watch Jaws all the time. I love that movie, but I, I limit it and look forward to that. As I often say, Jaws is not the perfect movie, but it is a perfect movie. Yes. I, uh, I realize as we say this, cause I probably have done this since I was a kid and it's kind of fucked up, but, uh, Jaws usually is to kick off the swimming season, which is, uh, especially <laughs> if we, if we were going on a, uh, vacation, especially to the ocean, um, it's weird the night before I would always put Jaws in and have everybody watch it. So when we're in the <laughs> ocean, uh, the next couple of days, guess what you're thinking of? I think, uh, the last time we did Jaws episode was a couple of years ago and shortly after I had watched the series to prepare for our episode before we recorded, I went on vacation in Florida and was out to about my shoulders in the ocean swimming. And uh, then remembered I had watched the entire Jaws <laughs> series the week before. and was like, well, I think I'll get back up to about waste water or knee water. <laughs> I can't quite see what's going on below me. When I went surfing in Hawaii, I was like, hey. Oh, big baller, everybody. <laughs> Humble brag, flexing on you. Watch your toes. <laughs> but I had said, uh, I said, any any concern about sharks uh, here for my surf lesson? And they're like, we don't say the S word. Like, just <laughs> don't bring it up. They're like, like, there's no predators on the island, but we can't promise I, uh, perimeters. I got uh, the same talk, except for it was like, well, you know, great whites. And then I was like, Jaws 4. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I went, uh, my uncle lived in Hawaii and, um, I did not listen cause I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't burn like that. And he was like, well, we're family. And he's like, it is different down here. Put on sunscreen. And that night I was crying because I was <laughs> it's like John Candy in summer. Room. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next day it, we got there and like Put your uh, skin bubbling up it, like Scott Howard. And it, was, Wolf when it was pretty bad. So we, uh, we're trying to go surfing the whole time we were there. And then um, the next day, I couldn't. Even, it was so bad I couldn't go outside in the uh. daytime. So um, I stayed back, and he, my uncle, just goes out and chops a little aloe plant and puts it on. Mm. Day three surfs up, and I was like, I don't care. I want to go because that's. I was like, I've never surfed. I want to surf. Uh, my big idea was like, I'll just wear a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, I'm in the ocean where my back is peeling, cracking, and bleeding. Um, Ooh. and I didn't even think about it. If I'm being honest, I almost drowned because you know, you watch all these surf movies and they're like, it's so simple. Uh, yeah, I'm like the boards coming up in the air and I'm drowning and <laughs> <laughs> I finally get out to where, you know, get out from the current or whatever. And I get out there and I get on the board and I'm getting ready to try it and everything stops. There's like no waves. And I didn't think about anything. This is more focused of not drowning. And then as I'm setting out in still water, that's when I started hearing. (laughs) So I started kind of putting my hands on the board and then I was like, I don't want to be out here. Yeah. So, and it's an idea I'd kind of wanted to do potentially an episode of at some point, just real life experiences, (laughs) strengthening movies. So everyone here spent time in the ocean then. Yeah. And so there's this just ominous feeling at least there is for me, like, this is not my space. Yeah. Land is mine. I'm in somebody else's territory <laughs> and completely vulnerable. And I think that that's what makes so many of these movies, even bad ones, more effective. Yeah. We should Being do Being out of your element. We, yeah. did a, we did a similar one years and years ago, but it'd be fun to revisit. Yeah. Because what it initially sparked that for me was Time in the Desert, mm. heightening the hills have eyes, especially right. the original right making that movie way scarier. Anyways, I was just curious if everybody had spent time out 
in one of the oceans. Yeah, that definitely strengthens the Jaws vibe for yeah. sure. Um, so we all love the first film. I need you all to sell me on why I need to watch the second film again because I have just fallen out of love with it. Um, and I watched three and I watched four, but two rarely makes I my think rotation. three is the worst on my list, but I still that watch one. it. I feel the same. Two, here's two's problem. It's too long and it's it just doesn't have the excitement in it. There it's was not excitement in well. Spielberg's film. It does film not making. have the panache at all. It, yeah, the pacing is bad in that movie for the length. So you're How, not going to sell me on However, no, however, I oh, yeah. still think that it's a serviceable sequel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think not, it's a great sequel. I don't think it's a bad movie. But I think it's a serviceable sequel. And frankly, if I'm sitting down to watch Jaws and following it up, I'm probably going to follow it up with two. Hmm. Two's definitely the best made sequel. Four is my favorite because I feel like they <laughs> they entertain. Yeah. And there's so many things to make fun of in that movie, and I totally get that. But at its core, they have the strongest horror elements with actual bloody, scary shark attacks that look decent. Now, I would watch, some of it's goofy. <clears throat> I would watch three so much more if it were available in 3D. You, you can't, if, if you buy all your crap, the, the whole big fancy 3D stuff, you can, but... But what manner of 3D? Are we talking... The, like the newer the newer 3D? I'm talking the old blue would, and red. I would love it. All the blue and blue ep- red. Epileptic seizure. Most of yeah. the... Yeah. Exactly. That's the one you hate. <laughs> Most of the theaters that uh, play movies now, they play everything digital. Mm-hmm. I wish that they... Like, just a marathon of, like, Friday 3 and Amity. I would love to sit and watch those 3D. Remember when now like somebody that. was getting married that they were like, ah, oh, I could probably get a movie going, and I was like, Friday the 13th 3. <laughs> I've, uh, I've got that one in 3D. And that is fun to watch. I, now again. It's not something you want to watch all the time just because it is, it can be off putting to wear that old school 3d. But to me, it's an, a I have to a, nostalgia. I have a Japanese import of Jaws 3d that probably came from a VHS tape, <laughs> but yes, to sell you on part two, you get Roy Scheider again. Yeah. You also have, yes. uh, Keith Gordon from like Christine, He's one of the kids in there, and it's like a slasher movie. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's <clears throat> there's still plenty of redeeming qualities. The only thing for me is that it, the length, I just think it's it's really long, it's, and it feels like I, it. But I, it's I still got a lot of cool stuff. super long as much as – because I, I just think it doesn't have – there's not always something going on in it, so that's where the length comes in. Well, the length comes in, too, because the story's not particularly interesting. Yeah. Like, you're, it's a slasher movie. It doesn't need to be an hour and 56 minutes. Right. And that's what I think hurts it. But there's still a lot of good stuff in it. All right. So, to wrap up Jaws, uh, go around the table. Tell me your favorite thing about Jaws 3. The cast. Okay. I love it that it's bonkers that SeaWorld allowed it to be associated. Bingo. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Jaws 3, like, it just constantly lowers for me. Yeah. But, um... It, it, you're all absolutely correct in that it is the worst made. I, I will I will say, uh, probably probably the SeaWorld aspect, which which kind of is a little saddened that, uh, what it could have been at, C, at SeaWorld. I just think it's hilarious that, why would you want to be associated with this? I think <clears throat> my favorite thing is that the film is silly. And that, for me, it's pure nostalgia. I remember them playing sure. it on TV. You got 3D glasses through like buying like Pepsi or Doritos or something like that. And so you could watch it on television. 
with your 3D glass. And that's the same time with 4 for me. 4 was on TV constantly. Yeah, and I, I watched it all And the time I love there. Leah Thompson. Well, I was going to say, yes, as, as much as I say that, though, good. 3 is the worst for me. I still watch it all the time, and I like it. I liked it when the, the funny meme where they – joke about people's theory of uh, Kubrick faking the moon landing with CG and then they show CG and it's <laughs> <Yeah>. Joel's 3D. <laughs> uh, and again, it's no secret to you. Uh, those of you listening at home, if you haven't listened to us a whole lot, Jaws 4 is universally panned and shit on by lots of people. But all told to hate it. Exactly. Y'all are sheeple. <laughs> Count me in, baby. Because <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the nostalgia connected me to it. A four has so much redeeming. Yeah, you don't like watching Mario Van Peebles get ripped in half and then survive. Hey, man, <laughs> you don't like Mario Van Peebles, man. Something that people don't think about though is mm-hmm. is prior because everybody was making all these shark movies and everything when Jaws came out. Jaws four though, if you think about it, after Jaws four, shark movies started becoming more sci fi ish because. Yeah, it has some kookiness, like the psychic connection. Oh, that's read if you the original script was voodoo control. So, Mm. but like if you think of all the sci-fi movies, it's kind of the start of it. I think the shark has never looked better. Shark looks good. Shark looks looks good. good. The acting, uh, all the oh, shark all all the actors are are higher quality than for most Jaws films. Um, The music is better than other than the first one. Um, cause it has a weird soundtrack cause it has that weird shark psychic music. <laughs> um, I will say one of the, the low points of that one is when Lorraine Gary is on the boat at early on when she's first gotten down there and she turns to cry and it just goes on for like 60 seconds where she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it has a, it has a lot of returning cast members yep. in the, the opening scene. Be sure to follow us on social media if you don't. And you can see the meme that I made <laughs> with referring to each sequel. <laughs> And uh, let us not forget the famous uh, quote from Michael Caine. Yes. He was once asked, you know, have you seen Jaws 4? He says, no, I've never seen it. I, I hear it's atrocious, but I have seen the house that it built. Um, <laughs> That's his, terrific. His also, pay, uh, paycheck period. I think yes, just to leave terrific. it is, uh, is it also created. There's not as many as that one. So they go into like uh, Orca. Like Orca. Okay. So we went through Jaws. Somebody throw something else out here. Uh, why don't we? Next logical step to me is why don't we go piranha? Ah, okay, okay. So I just revisited the the original piranha, and uh, it's it's Joe Dante's flick, but it's also Roger Corman's flick. Can you explain that to me? More just Roger Corman's company. He gave Joe Dante his start. Okay, he was a trailer editor for him. Gotcha, gotcha. Prime is a good time. Joe Dante makes no disguises about it that it's just point blank a Jaws ripoff uh, yeah. that they had fun with. And it launched his career. That's the reason he got to make the Howling, because he made money from that. Um, and ultimately, it ended up creating a, a small franchise, mm-hmm. uh, varying opinions on the quality of that, but it, it's out there. Have we watched, you guys seen the sequel that James Cameron did? I haven't. Yeah. This was the first time I had watched Program. The original? Yes. The OG? Yeah. It's fun. Piranha's yeah. fun and redeeming. Piranha 2, though, I watched with friends. because uh, So, first off, they mutate and they fly now. Um, and it was... Was Cameron on board and then they sabotaged his movie or something? They started filming, like, in Italy. And so it's... It gets... It's well, it a lot of people don't it's... know that James Cameron is the uncle of Cameron Diaz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the sister of Cameron Crowe. Whoa! 
I quit. <laughs> uh, it's crazy to watch Piranha 2 and think of the career that he... James has. Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> but it was such a shitty movie that I think he got sick, and then he had a fever dream of Terminator, so <laughs> you're welcome, I guess, Roger Corman. Yeah, the first Piranha's a lot of fun. It's, it's you know, they... they couple of hikers break into a like a military complex and find that these find these piranhas that they were trying to weaponize. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's silly. Completely plausible. My yeah. uh, my favorite part of the original is that no one says piranha the same way. <laughs> Usually it's piranha. Um, and I feel like when Lando Calrissian comes in with Empire and calls Han Solo <laughs> Han and everybody else just kind of Yeah Han <laughs> uh, there's also the lady that calls them piranha. Which like, sounds like lasagna, <laughs> and I always giggle when that happens. It's Kevin. I think Prada gives a, a nice role to Belinda Belaski, who is the friend that goes after Dee Wallace in The Howling. She's in most of Dante's movies, but that's really the bigger role for yeah. her. I have to say... Uh, Probably one of the better remakes, though, is the Piranha remake. It's a lot of fun. It I is. really like that Piranha remake. I liked it so well that I was like, oh, this double D, and then that was turds. <laughs> Ooh, bad. Well, I ate this in the punch bowl, but I watched the Piranha remake, <laughs> and I don't know what it is about Jerry O'Connell that makes me want to watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you should have enjoyed that he got his wiener bit off. But it it his, was his pretty wiener, rough. Like, it's, it's sleazy. It, his it, wiener was bit off and then spit out in 3D. Yeah, so, I mean, really, if you in, if you don't like fun, <laughs> you don't want to watch either one of the, the, re, the remakes. Now, they're bad, but they're bad on purpose. I mean, they're just fun. Yeah, and, and I'm a guy who likes Sharknado. Yeah. But something about this bothered me until they showed Jim Michael's titties, and then I'm always on board for that. You know, I'm like, uh... You're gonna... You're gonna Sit here and defend Sharknado. We'll talk about that in a minute. But then say, you don't like Piranha with Christopher Lloyd, Ving Rhames, Richard Dreyfuss, Richard Dreyfuss, Steve McQueen. Is that Elizabeth Shue? Is she in that one? Elizabeth yes, Shue. Elizabeth Shue. Steve McQueen. Elvis Presley. What we're trying to say is go to hell. Here's the thing. They didn't go over the top enough for me. What? <laughs> Make you're this gonna, man a producer. You're gonna love I Piranha too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you watch the other, the yeah. one after that? Yeah. It wasn't on anything. I wanted to revisit it to see if it was as bad as I remembered, and I was just reading some synopsis. It's like, ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's as the, the synopsis made me go. I'm kind of glad I don't okay. get to rewatch if, it. Do I, am I remembering correctly that it, the second one starts because one swims swims up a girl and then she gives birth in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else we got? <laughs> no, yeah, that is the Piranha. Piranha Double D, because it's four Ds. No, it's it's Piranha three D and then three Double D. Is it? I thought it was Piranha four D. There uh, is that one where it smelled like fish in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Piranha three D in I'm 2010, and then two years later, Piranha three D D. Yeah, <gasps> three Double D. Uh, no, I'm sorry, mine was in fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Which is directed by the guy that did Feast. Interesting. Okay. Did any of you watch Barracuda? I like I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Barracuda. That's around was, that same era, right? Like seventies. Yes. And the thing that I will say about these Piranhas, Barracudas, all these—I mean, they're all Jaws ripoffs. Barracuda is not much different than the original Piranha. 
But the thing that I did notice is that visual effects for fake fish aren't bad. <laughs> like it's it seems like it's kind of easy with materials used to make the puppets or whatever the hell they are because of the makeup of a fish's skin. Mm-hmm. It's easy to make something that looks yeah. pretty Plus fairly under, believable underwater. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I, I, I look, Barracuda is not great, but <laughs> it's out there, and I was able to watch it for free. Yeah, and it's worth watching once, nice. especially if you're it's summertime and you're looking for something aquatic you haven't seen before. But yeah, so that's another one, Barracuda. Nice, uh, Professor. Would you like to throw one out? Uh, tentacles. Uh, I wanted to watch it. Uh, Buff recommended it to me, and I couldn't find it on anything. Yeah, it's. I just since we're mentioning the Jaws ripoff, late seventies. Um, that Italian, only, yeah, yeah. It doesn't get mentioned as much as yeah. some of the others, but yeah, it's so the first one. I said, I said Buff because I. Uh, all of you listening at home, Buff is a local movie buff. No pun intended. Here in town in Muncie, and uh, so when we when we dig into genre stuff like this subgenre. Say, Buff, tell me what I'm missing. He says, tentacles. First thing, right out of his mouth. And yeah. so, I'm really disappointed I didn't get to watch it. Still time. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, pick one. Uh, well, I was thinking why we're going off Jaws is uh, is The Beast, which was uh, made for TV, but it was uh, Peter Benchley. Um, obviously not as good as Jaws. But yeah, that, that spawned numerous works of his into movies, like yeah. The Island, The Beast. I'd forgotten uh, about the yeah, 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 I was going to say, I, actually, I forgot about the island, but I had the deep one here, too, because um, that was at least worth mentioning, just because um, <clears throat> I felt like Jaws was definitely, like, such a huge movie that even, like, probably movies people don't think of were, were they were like, oh, Jaws is hot. Um, but I think I talked about it a little bit in 81, and I was hoping that you guys would watch it, but The Last Shark is must-watch. I watched part of it with you on Rift Tracks before I fell asleep. Well, it's it's so so bad that they actually... It's not a Jaws ripoff, which it is, but it's more of a Jaws 2 ripoff. <laughs> um, and I did watch the, the Rift Track one, too, after re-watching this, and I love that there's a scene that's so ridiculous that they lost their shit. And I was like, well, I'm glad it wasn't just me. Anybody else watch Slash Shark? I've never seen it. Yeah. It's well worth it. I've been told, and we can roll into this one, Cruel Jaws. I've yes. been told that Cruel Jaws... A.K.A. Jaws 5. Yes. Not only it stole scenes, literally <laughs> stole scenes from Jaws and from The Last Shark to be <laughs> not as good as Jaws, but better than The Last Shark. That's the one this bitch to me. It also has Star Wars music in it. <laughs> <laughs> Part of, one of the guys in the group looks like uh, like an anemic Hulk Hogan. Is I mean, this like a, a living Mexican bootleg action figure? It's the movie's insane, and here's the even crazier part: is I haven't been able to see it here for years and years and years. I actually <coughs> had gotten a hold of a foreign copy with a with the uh, region stuff stripped off of it, and then Severin American label released it, and for the first weekend they sold it if you bought it. You got the slip cover on it with Jaws 5 artwork. So I picked that up because I was so excited to finally get to watch a good copy of it. I mean, it's really bad, but it's, but it's really entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It's right. available I'm, to I'm into that. Oh. Yeah. So the, the constant 
discussion with a lot of the Italian movies, especially from the 80s and 90s and the video boom, was just the ripping, the blatant ripping off. Yeah. This is the top shelf. I mean, they're actually <laughs> using shark footage the from other movies. Creme de la creme. And then putting it... <laughs> Which is why it, why it disappeared from here, because I remember, I think I, I was a... I had heard about the movie, but Scream Factory early on, like when they were first getting going, they had announced that they were releasing that, and then people got on their blog and was like, how? And they're like, Universal's not going to sue the shit out of you? And I, I, maybe they weren't as familiar with what the movie was, but that's when uh, you know, people were talking about how it straight up takes Jaws scenes and illegally put it into the film. It's unreal. It's unreal. Well, I figure if we, well, we're the piranha, so we don't have to stick with sharks. Somebody else pick one. Well, I was going to say, before we move away from all the Jaws ripoffs, uh, we've covered it before, Orca, which mm. was clearly part of that whole movement. My jam. And if you remember, Todd, Orca came out before Jaws, and Jaws ripped off Orca. <laughs> mm. I okay. think that was incorrect. That is not true. Uh, but Troll Vinny Todd. has a little real-world story to share. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend of mine who has lived in the Netherlands for about the past 20 years. Weren't they shitting on Orca? And <laughs> now he has uh, semi-retired at a rather young age. Good for him. And he's taken up sailing. Did he sell wooden shoes? <laughs> and the other day, he was a member of Ace of Ace. <laughs> and two days ago... Did they sing Cruel Summer? I think about yes. that every time I hear Cruel, cruel Jaws. Yes. It's a cruel... So two days ago, he posts, he's sailing, he posts, we're on the move again, Gibraltar in the early morning, then heading towards the Atlantic and the infamous Orca Zone. Where are they at, Jabroni? Our, <laughs> our neighbors at the last port were just attacked and the beasts broke off their dagger board. Let's see if they bother us. Whew. Spoiler alert. The next day, they he posts, well, it happened. A group of about five to seven orcas are at the boat. We have shut everything down and hope they go away without causing major damage. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are also dealing with major wind and waves. Update, we are good and still have steering. No major damage appears to have been inflicted, and the orcas left about 20 to 30 minutes of ramming our rudder and hull. We are heading to Cadiz to inspect things. I really want this to evolve into a 40-minute insane captain vlog. <laughs> like, day 30. I've been at sea with everyone else there. Here's our Guys, uh, I have never been out on a boat in the ocean. And this is why. I have <laughs> been out on a boat in the ocean. This is one of the most terrifying things I've ever yeah. read in my life. To be out. I mean, and you are completely out of your element. You may as well be on another planet. Yeah. You are not in control. As I said off mic earlier, I would overreact and slit my own throat the minute they started. <laughs> that boat. Yeah, that's how it ends. I would full fill my pants with doo doo as soon as they started ramming <laughs> the fucking boat. When this happens, that's why you go put a copy of Orca on where they're killing Bodari, <laughs> and it appeases them. Um, also, you could talk about the sequel to Orca that was going to be made where Orca kills on land. <laughs> Which, land shark. Uh, spoiler alert, you'll know that I've come into money when that happens because I'm all in. <laughs> Todd will be making Orcnado. <laughs> well, also, uh, uh, Dino, what's his name? Dino Delorentis, who owned King Kong, remade it. The shitty one that you love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best King Kong. Oh, oof. 
but he uh, his his uh, he had done Orca, and then he did King Kong, and then his third picture he wanted King Kong versus Orca. <laughs> Boy, take my money. Yeah, sign me up. Take my money because when we covered Orca the last time, I gushed over it. And where you guys love Jaws for because it was on TV all the time, that is where I come in with Orca. Farmer 4 channels on all the time. I loved it. So I went into Orca, and if y'all want to hear our full review, you can go back to that I episode. I thought this is like a Moby Dick thing, but you don't mean literally. <laughs> it, man, when I, I watched Orca for the first time, and I went into it expecting a Jaws ripoff. Turns out Orca is an emo Jaws movie. Yeah. That's <laughs> like with that ending. That's sad as Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. is not fun. I'm never rewatching that film. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm not, not rewatching it because it's a bad movie. It's a well made film. It's just a fucking bummer. Yeah, Richard Harris. Yeah, it gave me a weird uh, kink watching Bo Derek <laughs> get her leg taken off. <laughs> never going to watch Free Willy the same, have you? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, that's because that little dumbass kid. <laughs> when. Uh, her next film, Nine, she runs around with one leg. <laughs> but yeah, that that is one. That's an emo movie for sure. Yeah, it is. Or like, hey, Orca, check out this abortion we're going to give you. And then yeah. later on, it's it goes to die under the ice. It's Ugh. heavy. It's heavy. Don't like it. Yeah. Well, check out my YouTube channel. I mixed it with uh, Hawthorne Heights songs. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we've still got plenty of shark films to talk about, so let me break that up a little bit, and let's talk about a newer film called Crawl. Mm. Who all has seen Crawl? I saw Crawl, <laughs> and uh, almost shit my pants a couple times during it. Easily. And it's a fun movie. and it's so it's, it's, good. The CG is heavy, but it doesn't matter, because it's entertaining. And there is a couple of jump scares, particularly one, I think, if I remember correctly, <laughs> through a set of stairs, mm-hmm. uh, and that I thought, did I just die? I felt uh, effective jump scares, too. And I, I took my dad to the theater to see that, and uh, it was fun because it was it was good jump scares because people were jumping and screaming. So yeah, it's very times. tense. I've not seen it, but I just added it to you the You should list. check it out. Man, Todd's got it on his video. Yeah, you'll have to watch okay. that. It's a good time. Oh. The, the setting is was a that a, Was that... Aha! 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 Careful, we're about to get canceled. The House of Eyes, Alexander. Aha! Yeah. Aha! Aha! Can you tell we don't have a lot of movies to cover? Oh, I got plenty. What are you talking about? I have seventy-five. Barry Pepper plays the father in it. Yeah, it's as as the professor. Gave up on trying to (laughs) summarize before he had his spirit crushed. Um, (laughs) It's uh, a daughter away at college. She's a collegiate level swimmer, um, but a hurricane's coming. And so she's got to go check on her dad to make sure he got out. Goes back to like their old house. Well, she, she can't reach him at the new house. Goes back to the old house. We haven't done an episode on this. I don't know if we're done crawling. Yeah, we need to. Uh, And anyways, Finds her dad injured at the old house that's right in the line of the hurricane. And with the hurricane waters come the alligators. Because isn't there like one of the farms they've went up over the fence because of the water? Something like that. everywhere. Oh, boy. Oh, Vinny. Anxiety, heart attack. You'll love it. Trapped Mm -hmm. in that house. Both things I love. 
yeah um it's just it's just so well done so it's you know and it's not it's it's nothing and it's uh, it's fun it's fun yeah it's simple it's 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 again three-part act run your characters up a tree have them figure out how they're gonna get out of the tree have them try to get out of the tree right it's just that and so super good like i said barry pepper plays the dad i think he's a great actor um yeah crawl someone else pick something I think uh, something probably high on Ryan's list would be Anaconda. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much. Professor loves the snakes. Hate the snakes. Can I just... Don't even enjoy talking about it. I I shouldn't, but uh, I still get a little bit tickled when I watched you. I mean, it wasn't wrong. I've never seen you move faster. Because we're at a convention. Was that Chicago? Yeah. And they had some dude outside with a snake doing some Britney Spears stuff. And I don't think you saw what it was yet, but as soon as he did, and were we who who famous were we at? I had just met Paul Sorvino. I'm pretty sure I watched. <laughs> he watched you run too. I shoved a woman. I'm not proud of it, but it occurred. I literally shoved a woman and just went nope, nope, and just beelined out of there. I believe I also was the arsehole to you at a Disney event in Indianapolis when a guy with a snake came walking by us. I was like, hey, but yeah, take a look right over there, and I and. I am no fan of snakes myself. It's like a crippling fear for me. I it's not that bad for me, right? Now. 20 years ago, Professor and I were at the Haunted Cave in Lewisburg, Ohio, <laughs> and someone entertained, like, the, the Haunted Cave was not the problem. Someone walks by with a boa constrictor, and Professor goes, catatonic. <laughs> Yeah, like I half the time I just freeze, like I can't talk or move. They terrify me. He goes full Indiana. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, if you put it on paper, hey, we're going to do a CG massive snake, but we're also going to get some fun celebrities in this movie for you. It's just on paper uh, the worst thing <laughs> that it could exist for me. And and but it's surprisingly uh, is the worst thing ever when you watch it. <laughs> I, I enjoy Anaconda, but man, that CGI is so Did that have both J-Lo and Ice Cube? J-Lo, yeah. Ice Cube, and John Voight. John Voight and uh, Owen Wilson. And the worst performance of his fucking life. <laughs> yeah, it's John Voight. You think that's the worst performance <laughs> over Angelina's dad? <laughs> <laughs> John Voight is, think, Tim Curry in uh, Congo. Yeah, it's bad. God, it's bad. <laughs> so you took, you took Tim Curry... Who has the most beautiful, rich baritone British voice, and you made him do like a a Dutch South African voice in Congo, <laughs> and it was such trash. Mm. So now you take John Voight, and what is it? What voice? What accent is he even trying to do? The ponytail ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't even describe it. I don't remember because I watched this movie somewhere mm. around when it came out, and I. Never went back. Oh, I've never seen the sequel. This is the second either. time I watched it. I swear I watched the sequel, oh. but I don't remember. And they made they made at least they made four. And I was going to say there's a whole franchise. Well, yeah. now because at some point the now at some point we'll have to now, do franchise. Well, I was going to say Anaconda has since met Lake Placid. Um, I I enjoy the first Anaconda movie. It's not great. CGI is horrible, but I I like it. It's yeah, fun. it's fun. It's fun. Now, I can't imagine if they used like if they actually used like a uh, like a like a fake snake instead of CGI. Yeah. Not so much better. Well, how expensive can a fake snake be? Yeah. Let's be honest well, here. Well, here, here's the thing of why I think so much... Because if you think about like Terminator and Jurassic Park and... Well, when I say Terminator, I mean T2. 
those movies are still flawless because they didn't use CGI to save money. They used CGI um, because it was the best way to do an effect. Um, where a lot of these movies are made to cut corners and cut time and just hurry up and throw something out there. So that's the problem. Because CGI, I mean, there, there's movies that use CGI like that are, uh, like the, the new Mad Max movie, like it's all practical where it, other than where it absolutely couldn't be, and then they use CGI. Yeah, and I make that point when I go back and revisit episodes one through three of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that the thing that made me the most mad, the storytelling isn't the worst part, it's how lazy they got with CGI mm-hmm. coming from a trilogy that relied so much on doing practical effects well. Mm-hmm. That, well, and my only other complaint is the Senate hearings, that it's like C-SPAN with monster mass. But... <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right. Right. Don't look. Don't let me beer off too. Far. Yeah. So all I have to say, Anaconda, don't hate it. I think it's still pretty fun. Worst things are the god awful trash CGI mm. that was just lazy, lazy. That's why they did it. And John Voight's god awful accent. In fairness, that movie it's been around long enough now that if you watch it, you already know what you're getting into. Yeah. So. But it was bad then. Yeah. Like it was like yeah, it wasn't CGI great then either. But bad. it's yeah. got so much redeemable stuff that it was okay. Uh, last thing I'll say about Anaconda, I watched the first sequel, part two, like Secret of the Blood Orchid, and it was hot trash. <laughs> I just don't remember that movie. Yeah. It was so fucking forgettable. And I, I fell asleep and tried to go back and watch it. I, know I think I fell asleep. When the video again. store closed, there was at least four, and I think they made they made some sense. So Yeah. Ugh. Professor. Uh, I love the alligator and crocodile movies. Uh, yeah. One I want to mention is Lake Placid. Oh, I love Lake Placid. It kind of got lumped in with that reputation with anacondas, I feel like, back mm-hmm. then. But there's, it's really entertaining. It's so fun. Plus, you get Betty White. No, I think Lake Placid, though, the original did more practical stuff. So it was it pulled off more. And it holds up better. Yeah. Because I watched it um, when Scream released the Blu-ray. Um, so it actually looks pretty good. And it's... I mean, there's some CGI in there, but not as much as like Anaconda. I think pretty much the whole time the snakes on the screen is. Yeah. Thoughts on Lake Placid? Love it. Love it. You got uh, yeah, as you said, Barry White, Barry White, <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> Bill Pullman. Is that Bridget Fonda? Can't get enough alligator Jane, it's yeah. Jane Fonda, actually. She's doing the workout. <laughs> it is not Hanoi Han- Jane. <laughs> not in this film. Yeah, Bridget Fonda. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's it's humorous. It's got action. Um, yeah, I think it's... It's not overlooked because people are so retarded for Betty White these days. True. <laughs> I'm sorry. People are so obsessed with Betty White these days. Not doing a third clip. <laughs> if you could beep that out. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've never seen any of the sequels, though. I don't well, know. I feel episodes coming. I watched Lake Placid for the first time. Yeah. Episode. I'd never seen it before. Um, I find it... I found it enjoyable. I found it entertaining. I don't know how much I would consider this a horror movie. Shut it's up. definitely a creature feature. But I don't know that I would call it a straight horror. I would more... And th- we're going to get more into this as I think the movies we bring up come in. I would lump this more into a 
The Mummy. Like Brendan Fraser style? Yes. Or Jurassic Park. Then I would a straight horror film. Just because this is this is a time, not that it's not a horror, but it has enough other elements where they're trying to reach the broadest audience possible for box office revenue. Mm -hmm. That they throw in comedy and this actor and this act, you know what I mean? Um, so you're calling it Lake Flaccid. I quit. I'm not saying throw out any others. I'm just kidding. It's like, no, I did like, I did like, but like I say, I don't know that I, it didn't feel It's more like a Twister. Yes. That is a great analogy, Twister. It it comes. I think this it, was Twister with an alligator. Yes, it <laughs> feels like that. Eric, to complete with oh a my cow. god, we just figured complete out how with they, a cow. We just figured out how they came up with Chardonnay, though. Yeah, complete with a cow. And I think it, while it is entertaining, I don't know that I would put it as a solely horror thing. I think it was. I think it was built to reach the widest audience possible. Fair enough. That could be said for a lot of these, though. And we're going to be saying that for a lot of them coming up. Yeah. Okay. Are we staying? Uh, I know that uh, I seen you and I believe Carrie watched the uh, the alligator in the sewer movie. Thank God! I was yes. I was hoping we weren't going to gloss over that. Yeah, we got to talk about alligator. I, I'll just say this: that's my favorite non Jaws movie we're going to mention. I love alligator. Alligator two is fun, but I love the first yeah, one. Two's, not as, two's not as good, but yeah, one is. One it is looks nice. good. Yeah. It absolutely does. Yeah. It looks better than the shark and Jaws. Is, yeah. is, is Alligator one the the wedding or is that the sequel? That's the sequel. Okay. No, wait, no, wait, wait. It comes no, to the wedding. wedding is no, the first it one. is in the first. Yeah. One. It. I have a memory of this of being at my aunt's house when I was a little kid, and this image has stuck with me forever. And this is the first time I've watched it again <laughs> since being a little kid. That scene where they're dangling the baby alligator above the toilet. That scene has been seared into my memory from the time that I saw that when it was aired on television as a kid. This is the same aunt's house that I had very, very early uh, memories of seeing local Indiana horror Sammy Terry host movies as well. Uh, but that scene is just seared into my mind forever. Yeah. And then to watch it again now as a grown-ass man, it really was like a time travel button to take me straight back to that era. And it's the classic urban legend. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Right? absolutely. It's cool. interesting. I, it's it's interesting that they chose true story. <laughs> they chose Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. The movie Chicago, but Which there's New classic. York was always what they mentioned. right? Because you've got the subway system. Chicago doesn't have that big ass rats for it to feed. I was going to yeah. say, if you did New York, though, you could have done the third one with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, I like where we're headed. Um, yeah, see, see Michelangelo wailing <laughs> on an alligator with nunchucks. With his Indiana nunchucks. <laughs> and it's also 55 uh, minutes of that. <laughs> Book after it's, with a after story. it's eight. <laughs> after it's eight splinter. <laughs> Did they grow now? Yeah, no, I legitimately love Alligator. And not in an ironic way. It, it is a good so movie. Good. It does. Robert Forster is so good Robert in that. Forster? It's so funny. That, so here's, here's, here's my admission. I really want to see a good copy of it because I watched it on YouTube. Yeah. And the quality on YouTube, Vinny, if you remember from going back to uh, uh, what was the Christmas movie we all watched on YouTube? Don't Open Till Christmas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. If this film. Is that where had, he was, had like 
it have like a Nintendo subtitles or something. Has a, has a, <laughs> if this, if Alligator this hasn't had a legit release in a while, right? Because I think I would no, bootleg yeah. from one and two. If this film had one less pixel, you wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, I think most of us did watch it free on YouTube, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have it. Was this a theatrical release? Alligator? Yeah. Originally? Yeah, oh, yeah. New Line? Yeah. I think. Okay. Because, like I say, we watched. I watched it free on YouTube. I couldn't find it. There are else. good HD masters that have existed before, where fans are making Blu-rays of it, but it hasn't had a legitimate release. Anymore. They did a great job of, of using actual live alligators in miniature settings. Yeah, for the for the uh, wide shot movements. And then that fake out. I can remember the first time going into this movie, all I'd seen was the wedding scene and how <laughs> it looked ridiculous. I was like, oh, this is going to be just bad and fun. Then I watched it and I was this is actually good. Yeah. It's like yeah. decent acting in the, yep. and it looks cool. So, yeah, that, that was the one I wanted to make sure, even though it's not spent in the ocean or deep in water like most of these movies, I wanted to make sure we got some love on that. People need to see it. Track yeah. down it. Absolutely. Um, I'll take that as an opportunity to step off onto a crocodile movie. Did anyone has anyone seen Rogue? It was that like Dimension? Extreme. I, I don't think I got to. I've never I know, seen I'm it. Familiar. I know exactly what. Yeah, I'm familiar, but did not get to watch. Yeah. Yep. Rogue. It was put out by Dimension Extreme at that time when they were doing that, and uh, I'd always wanted to see it, but I never saw it until I picked it up. I found it at a pawn shop for a buck, and I was like, "Oh, Dimension Extreme's always." Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that it's always good. And uh, got it, and it takes place in Australia. And um, they're just out on like a river tour, and they're saltwater crocodiles. And um, they go out to help somebody. And it's very much for me a setup like the film Frozen. Adam like Green. Disney movie? <laughs> Adam Green's Frozen, not the Disney Frozen. And that they're, they're like genuinely like just out trying to do something natural. There's no malevolent act that leads to them getting stalked by this giant crocodile. And it's it's a tour boat, and they go out, and they get stranded. And um, it's good. Yeah, I, I recommend it. It's not great, but, like, if if you like alligator, I do. crawl, I mean, this is a good I, I was going to say, and real quick, is uh, they were kind of too, like, late 90s, 2000s. Um, there was a... Uh, Crocodile one and two that kind of came out back to back, and then there was a a shark one. I'm trying to think of the name of the shark. I think it was like Shark Attack. There was like a couple of those. There was a movie called Crocodile. Yeah, there was. It was like a like 2000s. They they came out back to back. Uh, but I'm trying to remember which one, and I want to say it might have been the shark movie because that was the big uh, point. One of them was based on a true story, as I quote my fingers, because that incident from like 2,000 years ago. Basically, where a shark uh, a shark got into a river. Um, Talk about in New Jersey. I think so. So there's one of those movies that featured that, which is weird because the uh, the Jaws three that um, that Matheson that did the Haunting um, of Hill House is that what he did? And I am Legend. Uh, he wrote a screenplay for Jaws three that was no Brody Brothers, and it was just like the shark gets up a river, like an, obviously a different shark. Yeah, there's a I can't remember the name of it now. There's a really good book on that. It was it was pretty sad. It got in and uh, killed like a little boy and a number of others. Because I mean I, I exaggerate on the time because it wasn't that long ago, but it 
it's been a while back. Like, uh, I want to say like probably like turn of the century, but, uh, yeah. And I can't remember which one used that one in, but, uh, cause there's so many shark and, um, those movies were straight to video though. And I can't, I they may have been Lionsgate. So it didn't have, I, I remember they weren't bad. Yeah. I don't remember much more about them. Uh, one other one with alligators, crocodiles, I want to mention, uh, just briefly is dark age. Has anybody ever seen that? No. It's pretty good. It's from, uh, it's Australian from the late eighties. I want to say like 87. And there is a guy tasked with, uh, you know, tracking and killing this crocodile that has killed a bunch of people. And, but he's also at odds because was it, uh, aboriginals, aborigines, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, are connected with this alligator. So they're at odds against him for not wanting it, but it's definitely, I mean, it's just an Australian movie, but it's pretty cool. Um, it's been a number of years since I watched that, but huh, one that's worth mentioning. Another, uh, alligator movie that you may have never heard of is, uh, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> just, uh, just kidding. Actually, uh, being in Hollywood, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, the famous Tobey Hooper <laughs> uh, eaten alive with uh, Robert. Oh yeah. Ryan. Now that is a true story. <clears throat> I hadn't seen that movie until uh, was that Arrow? Yeah. Arrow did it, I, I I've heard of it, never seen it, so I picked it up, and um, man, that movie was bonkers. Which I think that was was that before Texas Chainsaw or right after? I. Th- I think that one was right after, maybe. But yeah, he was kind of doing that regional thing, and there was a, a case there um, where a man was feeding victims to a gator in his backyard, and he centered and built his own story around that. It's interesting. It's got uh, young Robert England, and there's a couple of other notable stars. Because I feel like in the movie too, like like it's similar setup, but I think it's a like a like a hotel that people are staying at. So occasionally, it's just like yeah, it's feeding them in the backyard, man. It's interesting, especially for Tobey fans. Tobey. <laughs> well, all I've got left on my list is shark stuff. So we're heading back to shark territory. and uh, I had a couple that was stretching it. I was trying to put some on the list that would make you go. <sighs> <laughs> but one that's definitely worth mentioning is Creepshow 2, because that is like one of the best segments. It's, Not natural. Mm. It, it, how do you know? <laughs> that wasn't a shark under all that garbage. Good <laughs> Well, for those listening, creature to the raft, well worth it. Yeah. Um, well, definitely shockwaves goes off the list. Although zombies are pretty natural. <laughs> How about Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight? How's Going that not to natural? <laughs> um. Well, fuck, that takes half the movies <laughs> off. I was going to mention Underwater and um, and Dagon, but if is Cthulhu natural? You were going to mention Underworld, because it says Under, and you think it's Underwater. <laughs> so, have you guys checked out Underwater 2020? Yes. So, that movie was definitely sold differently than what it is. Um, it is a good movie. It is a good movie. The ending kind of blew my mind, because I was not expecting any of the weird creatures that are uh, under there. I was kind of expecting more of a because it almost is sold as just like alien underwater. Um, yeah. So, may I mention one more that is not shark related before we move? Please. It came from beneath the sea. Mm-hmm. Has anybody else seen this besides the professor? Because he says never seen it. I've seen it. it came above the sea. <laughs> 1955, Ray Harryhausen does the effects of the tentacle creature. Oh, cool. 
And I just thought that one was well worth mentioning. It's a obviously a, an older era than most of what we've been talking about up until now. And I understand that stop motion is not for everybody, especially most of the younger viewers. But to me, that's a feat. Like Harry Hasn't always worth watching. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, truth be told, he only ever animates six tentacles at a time. You don't see all eight. Because yeah. it's just easier to keep track of. <laughs> but that's a great, like, giant sea monster octopus type creature, and I, I find that one very enjoyable. Very cool. And uh, I just mentioned briefly frogs. I don't know if that counts. Oh, I mean, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the title before. Yeah. 1972 with a very young Sam Elliott and uh, Ray Milland later in his career. <laughs> Take a cold shower, Tony. Uh, it's. It's exactly what you. What, a, what is that? It's what frogs. is that? That's a devil feature. Is that food of the gods that that's paired with? Yes. That's a good devil feature. Yeah, Burt Gordon and his usual gigantic animal movie. <laughs> it's a good time. It's um, Pina fighting a rooster. There's also the cousin of Stuart Gordon. <laughs> so I put it on here. Who also was the father of Gordon and history. And the brother of Herschel Gordon Lewis. Wow. Uh, I just shit my pants. <laughs> how about zombie beavers? Zombievers. Well, what happened? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You walk to the theater to watch every movie as a kid. You might as well get the titles right. <laughs> that wasn't playing. <laughs> so, uh, from, <laughs> from the giant squid, uh, giant octopus, the Harry Austin thing you mentioned, uh, let's talk about the Meg. Has anybody seen the Meg? I watched it. Vinny, what happened while you were watching the Meg? <laughs> well, folks, this is how cheap we are as a group. Uh, I was watching the Meg on... Todd's voodoo account <laughs> when about 10 minutes before the movie ended I was suddenly booted out <laughs> and it said somebody else on this account is watching this <laughs> so I texted and said hey are one of y'all watching the Meg right now that boy was me <laughs> Chris said it's it me and I said hey bud I got like 10 minutes left. <laughs> can you fuck off <laughs> To which I finished it. But he uh, I did but see The Meg. I saw cheap, yeah. in 4D because I can't remember if it was maybe uh, the person in front of me was so fucking drunk that you could smell Jason's death <laughs> through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one I will firmly put in the, the Mummy uh, Jurassic Park get to the widest audience that, you possibly that, can. Now, that, that definitely was the filmmakers, because I remember Jason Statham actually being kind of pissed off because he signed up for this gory shark movie that they were making, and I still enjoyed it, but... Um, Not one where he was an action badass? Well, he still saves the day. All right, fair enough. But uh, there definitely should have been a lot more cool... I mean, like, he's just... At some point, the shark's just like, well, I'm not going to eat any of these people. I'm going to swim by them all. Shock in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It's a lot of fun. I, I think the Meg's a blast. I like the Meg. I've seen that they're working on the sequel, so... I like that it, it, it changes the movie that it is, like, three times. It's like, this is a rescue film. No, this is a recovery film. No, this is a catch-the-shark film. No, this is a rescue film again. When... Spoiler... Turn it off. You don't want to hear it. When they have the shark pulled up on the boat and hanging and taking pictures with it, and then all of a sudden, an even more giant 
Megalodon leaps up and bites that motherfucker off the hook, then you're like, oh shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh wow, we're in for we're in for way more than what I thought we were in. For There's now. a lot of oh shit moments in the movie, which it's, I, it's I, I will say I love the original poster because it was done like Jaws, but it, like the shark that was would have been Jaws is, is being eaten by the Meg. <laughs> Have you seen it, Professor? I have. Oh, it's fun. I need to check it out. I think we'd like it. I just wasn't in a hurry for oversized CG shark against Jason Statham. I mean, in fairness to me, on paper, that's not not a hard set. It's a little So you don't like Fast and Furious? Nope. You're not about family? Oh, no. Um... So, but I'll check it out at some point. I'm sure it's fun. Something I, I, I'm trying to think if I watched it since the movies because it kind of freaked me out. And it, it may have been the only person in there, but The Shallows. Oh, I wasn't yeah. even expecting it to be that good. That's and it was a pretty, good movie. Um, that was definitely a... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You don't like female leads, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. Sorry, she's a I'm trying to remember if it was the Shallows or the Reef that I started that it looked so low budget. Oh, I want the Shallows then. The shallows. Like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit talk the Reef here in a minute. All right, it's the Reef. But let's build let's build up the Shallows here. Shallows is so good. That one definitely gave me. That was definitely anxiety. Um, that was right up there. I know a lot of people hate open water, but open open water I saw in the theater. By I remember open too. water giving me anxiety. Uh, all the at water level camera work. Well, because yeah, every, every time it would go like this, you're like, oh shit, there's a fucking shark there. Yeah, it's it's like a handheld found footage style, but it's easy the for water. them to have the shit circling them. And, yeah, and at eye level, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were in college, which was also yeah. another true story because it was the mm-hmm. they, they were in a group. Um, tourist thing, and and they were left behind. And yeah, well, Kirk Cameron. I wish, I wish he would have been. Good. There. Shallows, real quick. Said, that, have you seen Shallows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was good. She goes out to surf a spot that like her deceased mother was at, and and just gets stranded. Nobody's fault again. Adam Green's frozen. Like I, a lot of the aquatic horror that's like very personal is like that. It's just that setup of like. Oh, I'm not here for any malicious intent, but now I'm stuck. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, I thought Shallows was very good. Which, hey. uh, the I was going to say Shallows, and then the, um, was it 47 meters yeah. down was very similar. That, I was looking for things to watch, and I saw that one, and I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then I start playing, and it says Mandy Moore, and I roll my <laughs> eyes hard. <laughs> That movie was pretty fucking good, actually. Yeah, like, good. I, I, I will admit that I was wrong at rolling my eyes at it because it's real enough and the anxiety is there. Yeah. Which I initially felt that way. I didn't even check it out because of that. And then I heard so many people say good things about it that I gave it a chance. And then, good. spoiler, turn it off. You don't want to know now. When she hallucinates that entire part of the rescue, and then they're back down at the bottom again, they reveal that she had hallucinated. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew they were going to play into the, because they had mentioned it and kind of set it up, that with the changing of the tanks, there could be, I knew there was going to be something. I did not expect it to be that part right there. It's good. And so I, I, 47 meters down, 
I'm going to recommend it to you. And I and going in, I never would have thought that it's something I would That is a rare movie, too, that like it came straight to like by pay-per-view. And then they yanked it because they were like, shit, this is a good movie. And they yanked it really quick and renamed it and put it out in the theaters. Mm-hmm. That's how good that movie what was. What they renamed it? It was originally like in the deep or yeah, something. Forty-seven meters was the. Um, and I actually, I actually enjoyed the sequel too. But the shark was dead. The sharks were way too much CGI. But there's a couple times where the CGI scared me. I was like, "Ugh." Yeah, so the storytelling's good enough that. Yeah, and like not even the shark. The sharks are the threat, but the depth is the threat. You go get the bands. Yeah, because if you come up too fast, the bubbles in your brains are going to kill you. And then the part where they're halfway up and you're out of communication and all that kind of thing. And then when they come up and they hit that flare and there's those sharks all the way around them. Uh, See, the moral uh, of the story, like it always is, is quit doing shit. <laughs> yes. yes. Why are home? you down there? Yes. You could eat seafood on July 4th. Yes. Bingo. You know what I wasn't doing? Getting bit. Yeah. <laughs> you're out of your element, Donnie. Uh, yeah. I want to build off of what Todd was saying. Yeah. I love 47 Meters Down. I think it's a really good film. The sequel, really good. It's 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. I didn't want to watch it immediately after watching the original because I didn't want the memory to blend together. Yeah, separate films. Yeah. Well, plus they're both they're both heavy, so I mean it's not. Yeah, right. It's not like nightmare movies where it's like, oh, the next one's fun too. Yeah. Yeah, and it is. It's it's really it's. It's better than a sequel to 47 Meters Down should be. Okay. So it's good. Uh, like I said, it's not costly. I mean, there's usually, someone left to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually when Uncaged is in the title, that's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your word right. for it. It's good. Again, the same setup as we've just been talking about. People just stuck in a bad situation that's nobody's fault. and um, Except yeah. them for doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yes. <laughs> Except for them for trying to enjoy life. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, a group of girls... Um, like that. The dad is an archaeologist. Yeah, maybe an archaeologist. <laughs> but they're digging up like this, this underwater making this up? Mayan, <laughs> Mayan temple or something like that. And like these girls are trying to have some fun. Underwater. <laughs> <laughs> they find crystals and, and apes with Bruce Campbell show up. scuba gear. <laughs> Tim Curry's terrible. Yeah. And so it's fun. It's, it's a really good sequel. Uh, so let's talk real quick about The Reef. Did anybody watch The Reef? I feel like I watched that one. I, like, that one. I, I don't remember watching the whole thing, but I'm, I'm... Is that the one that was the shits? Oof. Son. Production value is way low. And I, it, I, honest to God, and this doesn't happen often, and I was probably pretty deep into my cups when I started watching this, but it was so low budget that I, like, got more into my phone and my hand than so, yeah, it, it's another. It's it's an Australian one, and uh, it's not good. It's just not very good at all. And so I saw it was on Amazon. I thought I'd give it a go. Yeah, it, when it's free and yeah. we're covering a subject, okay. What do you got to lose, right? And I've heard people. I've just heard the reef in passing, but and it's bleak. The ending is fucking bad, and you're like, oof, woof. Like it's just. Yeah, can't remember you saying check it out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember if it was Australian or not. That does not sound good. But bait. Did you guys watch that movie? Nope. Were they in the grocery store? So there's like a tsunami and it hits and wow, the essential cast is trapped in like grocery store shelves uh, with all these like sharks because the sharks get in the store 
Um, that kind of gave me anxiety. Yeah, I'm just nervous. The description and it's, 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 it is a and I say foreign because I'm pretty. It's like Australian or, or somewhere there. So it was like one of their bigger films. And um, there's like a there's like a, a, a mist that comes in. <laughs> no, that was a different movie. Thomas Jane's there. Okay, different trying, to, trying to survive on soggy Doritos and not get your ass hit. Can we hit Sharknado, please? <laughs> That's the last thing on my list. I was gonna say uh, my my next the only other one that I really had that other than you guys are probably going to mention, is apparently a prequel to King Kong, or they were trying to, is Deep Rising. Actually, I actually had to look that up. I was like, how is that a prequel to King Kong? Never seen it. What is it? Deep Rising had Treat Williams. Oh, yeah. Uncle Jay? Uh, He's not in that. Yeah, because they go out and try and hijack this luxury liner, and these creatures. So it's like a big like, octopus thing. Uh, I remember some tentacles. But at the very end, there's a, they get to the island and you hear this roar. Apparently, the next film they wanted to do was King Kong. And they're like, oh, we didn't make our money. Interesting. I know the ending you're talking about. Did anybody... <laughs> I just thought about this. I said, oh, cool. Did anybody see Deep Blue Sea? Oh, Deep Blue Sea. Yes. That one's on list. It's been so long since I've seen it. I know that it had Denise Richards in it. I didn't rewatch it for this because there's cool. actually three films now. And I'm like, what a perfect episode. Remember, uh, yeah, LL Cool J wrapped yes. a song for it. Deepest blues, my head is like a shark's fin. Yeah, oh, there you go. Nice. He only heard it one time, though. Yeah. As Tom's I was oh. yeah. <laughs> Tom did. Clear. Yeah, they're like they had Cube and Anaconda. He did. So let's get LL. But you know what? LL survived all of the horror movies he was in. He made. He's smarter than smart sharks, and he beat Michael Myers. Was that living shark? Now Buster Rhymes literally beat. Michael Myers, so I guess he's cooler. <laughs> shark. So, guys, I'm going to be the only one, I think, on this show that's going to champion Sharknado. I've watched at least three I like of the Sharknados. Them. I've seen every one of them. <laughs> guys, every time they released a new one, I was so excited. I laughed start, so hard watching these movies. Now, when they start, no. they start going to space, that was a little bit much for me. I don't give a Fuck. I knew. <laughs> I knew what Sharknado. The dumber Sharknado got, the more I was on board. Because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I, like, I, this is Naked Gun. We'd be here ten more minutes if we listed everyone who did a cameo in a Sharknado. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it, it's ridiculous humor. Like, And that's the whole point. And I would have been got whatever your favorite buzz is. Or two, <laughs> and watch these shits. I laugh so hard. The wife would walk in and absolutely just roll her eyes at me, and I'd be dying laughing at how stupid these movies were. That was a treat for me. They are so dumb. They are so bad. We were at, and I loved Con when the first one came out, and I remember that's all everybody was talking about. I'm like, that movie looks stupid. And it is. Well, but then I went home and I was like, well, it is stupid, but it's good. <laughs> Hilarious. And on purpose. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, shark and Dad loved those movies. <laughs> yeah. Can you, are you going into a movie shark called Sharknado expecting anything more right. than a movie called Sharknado? Those are fun. And made uh, for the sci-fi channel. I'll tell you, the earlier ones were so fun that I was all aboard the, uh, what was the spider one? The, the, like the, Avalanchula or something. I love this dog shit. <laughs> lava lantula. I lava love lantula. the dog shit. What was the sci-fi? Two lava, two lantula. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've only seen part of Sharknado 
I think on a TV at Savages while we were having that. <laughs> it's so bad. It, and it looked great. like it was exactly what you wanted it to I be. got the first one on DVD because someone <laughs> bought it for me. <laughs> they were like, this is up your alley. And I was like, fair enough. But yeah, when uh, when we met Tara Reid, it's because she was promoting Sharknado. Um, yeah, the Sharknado movies, I mean, they're up my alley. They're, 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 they're dumb. dumb as fuck. Yeah. And that's what's great about them. If you turn your brain off, get ready to watch the dumbest shit you've ever watched in your life. The boy, the, was it the last one called It's About Time? And it's a, it's a time travel movie about a shark filled tornado. Guys! <laughs> you know, I love another one called It's About Time. Yeah. Well, Amityville! What was the last one? Was that the last one? Ah, you're gonna make me look <coughs> it up. There have been five? Six now? Too what? many? Oh, Sharknadoes? Yeah. There's like a, at least six or seven. I was going to say, clearly I'm the one at the table not to help on You know, I, I have to say this, though. The most shocking thing of Sharknadoes is when they said the last one was the last one. So far, it has been, which is insane. Because I was like, oh, I'm sorry. The last one was called The Last Sharknado, It's About Time. <laughs> and what number is that? I believe six. There it is. 2018. And you know what's sad is you can riff on this all you want. This is somebody's Friday the 13th because every year they're like, oh shit, a new Sharknado. I'm telling you, I looked forward to the Sharknados. There you go. All right. I'm like, can we go anywhere from Sharknado? <laughs> no. You're no. at the bottom of the barrel. It's done. We, we're, we're underwater. We're done. <laughs> oh! Hey. And I remember, we are now approaching at least the hour and ten minute mark and Venomous one messaged us and said, "Are we gonna have? Are we gonna fill a full episode?" Well, that's because I was worried. That's because you were trying to tie our hands. <laughs> 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 well, because there was some discussion on whether or not this was going to be aquatic or involving creature feature more type things. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of good ones we left off for that. Yeah, and I was worried that we weren't going to be able to fill time with just natural creature. And I'm sad. I'm glad we did thing. this route than just. But I forgot how much the four of us can blab about nothing. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we could have taken the whole hour and ten minutes talking about shark angles. It's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry that I gave you a good idea for an episode. We'll take it this once. Yeah. All right, wrapping up another round table on the Midwest Monsters podcast. I'm one of your turn Good Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by Professor Wagstaff. <laughs> Hot toddy. Stay scared. Can I put my clothes back on now. <laughs> <laughs> ah.